Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Life's a Pitch. As you may know, season two is over, but that hasn't stopped us. We've put together a very, very special best bits of season two. We hope you enjoy them as much as we did making them. And as always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Life's a Pitch. And in this edition, I'm Timo Peach and I will be your guest this week. Uh, also joined by me, joining me, joined by me. We can do this in edit, can't we? Yes. Yeah. Are your erstwhile hosts, Viraj and Nabil. We'll put a little clap in there. We'll put a little clap in there. <laughs> Woo! Perfect. Ever wondered what it would be like to walk with dinosaurs? Yeah, me too. Or, what if we told you we could take you into the future? Yeah? No? We haven't got a time machine, but what we do have is a pretty cool looking virtual reality headset right in front of me. It's quite snazzy, isn't it? Mm. Please show us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonder, m- wonderfully modelled by our, our guests today, who are in the world of virtual reality. Very lucky today to be joined by the wonderful... Sam and Bertie, got that right, (laughs) 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 who are part of Virtual Umbrella. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. How are you guys doing today? Good? We're good. Good. Today is a really exciting one because we're finally living up to our little tagline of uh, being the creative industries podcast for Bournemouth and beyond. Yes, we are in... We're we're in London today. Well, yeah, we're in London. Yeah, we're... Well, Uh, yeah. It counts. It counts. It counts. <laughs> you can say that. Let's not get bogged down in semantics. Uh, yeah. Today we're very lucky to be joined um, by Raj. Yes. And he's, he's very kindly hosted us in his beautiful house. So thank you very much for that. You're welcome. We're here today. We're joined by the head of brand and design at Mr. Lee's Noodles, which are a very exciting startup here in Bournemouth. Uh, he's a multidisciplined uh, art worker, graphic designer copywriter, art worker, extraordinaire. <laughs> um, I'd like everyone to welcome Mr. James Roberts. Hello. Today, we're lucky to be joined by Andy Milson, who is the creative director at an agency called Three Straight Lines. Andy, thank you for joining us. Hey you guys. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm all good, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's well, great to be here. Pleasure to have you on. So let's kick this right off, because very, we're very excited to talk to you and chat to you today. Um, first off, could you describe what you do to an alien? To an alien. All right, assuming we've got a universal translator so I can talk to them. We don't have to set all that up first. Oh, no, they, they, speak they, speak, and... they speak English, but they know nothing. Okay. I draw boxes for a living and make sounds for a living, and I talk to people for a living, and I just about make a living. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best one we've had. Yeah. Alien I just made that up. I shouldn't think Alien's about happy. Yeah, Alien's happy. Alien Bob is happy. Bob, I, I've been getting to know Bob, and he is a good guy. Uh, although he's kind of asexual, so we're saying he, he feels like a he, it's but I don't think he is issue. really yeah. getting himself down. Yeah. I like the way he's fluid. He's got a wife and kids. Is he? I think so. Yeah. Does he? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out about Husband Bob. on one planet, wife on another. There you go. Right, so I guess the first question mm-hmm. would be, could you describe what you do to an alien? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we provide marketing and PR services to the virtual reality industry, be that working with a software developer or a hardware manufacturer, an agency or a brand. Basically, people who are looking to do 
awesome things in virtual reality. We want to be a part of that and we want to help them do it. Right, uh, kicking this off straight away, um, can you describe what you do to an alien? To an alien? Yes, to another life form. Okay, so I would say that um, if, these, uh, if these aliens um, ran businesses mm -hmm. and they traded with consumers and other businesses, my job is to help them to understand what value their business provides to others right. and uh, to crystallize those messages and then write those up into engaging content and words to engage their audience. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. Bob, <laughs> Bob, Bob the alien approves. Right, um, let's kick uh, things straight off. Um, can you describe what you do to an alien? To an alien? Yes. Uh, the alien can speak English. He can. Probably. <laughs> he's, got, um, he's got a translator, so everything he's going to do. He's got Google on his phone. Okay, fine, well, of course, who doesn't? Um, can I explain it? Okay, so what do I do? My role basically is to craft the look and feel of Mr. Lee's, as if in its current guise and going forward. So um, the look and feel being the, the branding, uh, the, the, the culture around us, the, the whole the whole shebang, basically, in a nutshell. Um, would the alien get that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to start off straight away. How would you explain your field to an alien? Uh, so I'm kind of... Uh, evolving what I'm doing at the moment as well so to kind of it's in the process of being defined um, but what we do is we uh, we take ideas that people have got or ideas that we have ourselves and we turn them into digital products so uh, regular listeners will know that um, we like to we like to have an elevator pitch which we ask guests each week where they have 10 seconds in the world's fastest elevator <laughs> to try and pitch themselves are you ready elevator's coming if your creative idea, your project, your initiative, your brand feels tired, come to me and I will encourage it. And if I get excited about it, I'll get you excited about it. Time. Um, I work with agencies and businesses to help them understand their uh, core values as a business and then I integrate those core values into engaging content Time. to help them engage with their audience. Premium, healthy, full of goodness noodles, different to everything else on the market, available worldwide, hopefully on airlines, trains, um, and Time. universities. <laughs> <laughs> it's quick. It is quick. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah, my brain doesn't work that quick either. <laughs> yeah. Three Straight Lines is an agency that focuses on interactive uh, digital. Uh, we help people take their ideas to market, get investment, um, realising digital ideas and Time. making them awesome. <laughs> Just, that, that was good, that was good. Right, you guys are probably wondering why I bought an A4 sketchpad and four Sharpies. We like to make these into a little bit more interactive. So, these guys don't see it, but we do a thing called One Minute Briefs. So there's an account on Twitter called One Minute Briefs where each weekday a brief is put out and you have a minute to come up with an idea. Right. Competition. Are you ready? Go. Always drawing a box. Good start, Mirage. Oh god, I forgot what it looks like.
This is the bit where you just hear scruffling of sharpies against paper. Yeah, this is great. Radio. This is a good radio feature. <laughs> Stick some pots on over at the top. 30 seconds left. Oh, I've got one headline and it needs a lot of work. Um, what Oh, yeah, because that's cheap. That's cheap peach, but cool. Cheap peach? I love it. Cheap peach. Ten seconds left. We need a countdown clock. Five, Time. I don't even care if my idea is not good. I just like it. <laughs> go on, I just like it. Let, go gave, on, let's I, see yours. I gave you guys 0.53 of a second more as well, so. Okay. Okay. Who's going to go first? Should I you go first. Okay. Go on. So I've done yeah. just the phone in a box and I've just said hi again. Okay. Just because it's coming back. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's... And, it's, and, it's, and I, think, I think it might work because most people, like you said, like, you, like even you said, like I've said, hi. this was our first phone that we ever remember having in a way. Yeah. And it's just sort of nostalgia, isn't it? I don't know. I don't even think it's that good. I just like it. Let's no, no. I think that's... Well, the point is you could do that very simply and get people's yeah. attention. Mm -hmm. So as an attention grabber, sure. yeah, why not? Keep it that mm -hmm. simple. You tapped into a similar thing to me. I just immediately thought uh, a really pompous sounding headline, Nokia, don't just travel in space, travel in time. Ooh. With a potential tagline, making memories of tomorrow. So I think we're tapping into the same idea that there's this nostalgia thing, Ooh. but what's a phone for? It's for connecting with mm -hmm. people, obviously. And... Uh, but actually, what do you really need to make a connection with them? It's just conversation. Scribble, scribble. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, we have a couple of words down, a couple of boxes. Bill's just outlined his paper for some, <laughs> some reason. You've, got only, you've only got 30 seconds left. Uh, Should I do a countdown? Yeah, do it. 27. <laughs> but no, that's too far. No, no. Oh. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And technically, I gave you thirty-nine milliseconds. <laughs> well, it's like once you've started, you can finish. Obviously. All right. I can't even read mine. <laughs> no, nah, don't hide yours. Why am I going to go first? Go, go, go. Right. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you want to start? You know, the idea is one minute, please. Yeah, come on. I'm writing the oh. name. <laughs> it's not my fault I don't know how to spell my own name. Do not be rude to our guests. <laughs> I'm leaving. Nabil, go first. Uh, why me? Go, go, go. You're I... the host, go first. Okay, okay. You ready? We're ready. Not really. This is it. Go back to the future whenever you want. Yeah. Ooh. Got a hashtag. hashtag VR hashtag for social VR. media engagement. I actually Ooh. like that. Go like back it. to the future. Very it's good. nice. Not it's stolen from a film in any yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> Is a film called Back to the Future? What? Never heard of it. <laughs> I like it.
What's yours? Cool. Right. I didn't go for a tagline or anything. I went flat out for this one. Full design. Advertising VR. How do we do it? Mm -hmm. We create a massive VR cinema in London. We have a hundred headsets in it. We invite people to come down a glorious red carpet to experience <laughs> something big budget yeah. that is like Hollywood level film. It might be part of like a bigger thing like Assassin's Creed, for example. We invite them in, we get them to try it, we get celebrities in, we get like Heat, uh, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> The other company, the other tabloids, we get them in. We're like, look at this celebrity, I'm oh doing it. And then we go with the tagline, VR sucks. In the meanwhile, do your commentary. In the meanwhile, I'll tell you, the listeners, to check us out on SoundCloud, on iTunes, <laughs> to, leave us a, to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Uh, let us know how you think season two is going so far. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook. And um, keep listening after the end of the podcast for a special surprise. Um, well, meanwhile, these two have 30, 30 seconds left. See what I do. I don't like what I'm doing, Abil. Sorry, mate, just get through it. I don't like what I'm doing. You'll be fine. I don't, I don't like what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't like what I'm doing. What are you doing? Is that Donald Trump? Yeah. Is that what I think? Okay. I was going to go Trump. 15 but seconds. You well, he's, him, he's, yeah. he's behind fake news. 10 seconds. Alternative facts. Awesome. 10 seconds. 5 seconds. Yeah, that would do. Wait, one there's not going to be any better. Uh oh, polishing turns. 2, turns 1. <coughs> okay. Wait, let me just write what it is. You're a far better drawer than I am. Don't, don't you can actually see who that is. That's pretty good. Okay. Yes, he is from an art background, so. Ah, okay. He cheats a little bit. I used to so. paint a little bit. He did. I used to paint. This is not painting. It's okay. Right, take, take us through your uh, your little... Do you want me to go first? Mine's freaking lame. I'm not a good artist, so uh, it's just, it's not even an advert. It's basically just a sketch. It was basically just someone manipulating media. <laughs> it's fantastic, isn't it? I can see your reaction of a... Ooh. Yeah, it just makes me... There's, there's an idea there, I like it. So this is kind of, I don't know, remote control, I don't know, or a uh, phone or whatever, dictating oh, right. fake news oh, on the screen. I get it. Someone should have drawn a microwave. But you've drawn... A microwave? Yeah. What? You've drawn... Something. You know, I heard of that microwave stuff. What, the the camera and the microwave? Yeah, microwaves, oh, yeah. your microwaves are listening to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that should have been today. No, it's not microwaves are listening to you. It's like, she said, like, oh, there's a camera and some, someone's Obama's wiretapped my microwave. Or yeah, something. yeah, sure. I've got to put a camera in my microwave. <laughs> and then there's just people walking around with microwaves pretending to take selfies with each other holding a microwave for that. Well, that's that's quite effort. Your microwaves are heavy. Yeah. Microwaves are really heavy. Yeah. Okay. Right, talk us through your wonderful drawing. Right. So, I have to say, that is, a, I can tell that's Trump straight away. That's so, um, I don't know, have you, do you remember before, <laughs> before Trump got elected, um, I think in New York and a couple of cities around America, they put up these big st naked statues of him. Okay. And um, one of the things about the statues were they looked sort of like this, but they had a, they had a fairly little, they had a little Donny Trump on them. Yeah. Which is... You know, mm -hmm. and um, oh, he's pointing. Yeah. yeah, so he's pointing to his his member, and it bas it's basically the whole thing about because he always says huge, yeah, <laughs> made it huge, it, yeah. China, all of that, yeah. and so like yeah, it's just sort of going on the you know it's huge, but it's not really. It's quite it's, it's little Donny. It's not big Donny. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. 
If it helps draw a box, like a big box, yeah. like a border. It needs to be square. Um, and there's just going to be a little bit of silence when you hear ruffling of paper and the squeaking of Sharpies for a little bit. <laughs> See, it's poignant because we were just talking about time pressure and you've got 30 seconds left. Well, both are going boxes. So, 15 seconds. I feel like I need a countdown clock just here. Counting down. <laughs> Five seconds. Time. Finish your drawings. Right, what do we have? The best way to waste time. <laughs> oh, I just did say something funny. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. I just thought that's what they were. There you go. Yeah, it's true sometimes. That was meant to be a monkey on a tricycle, but I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next segment of um, Can You Make the Logo Bigger? Which is where we ask. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> make the logo bigger. I should sing that. I can't remember where it goes now, but yeah. So we would like you to take the biggest brand you think in your respective field and where would you take them next? Oh, that's a good question. There's a lot of conversations around generally at the moment about how brands respond to now and the idea that brands are going to switch from being um, mission orientated to activist and they're yeah. going to have to start taking sides yep. because of everything yep. now. Yeah. And along with that, hand in hand goes the idea of um, brands being truthful. Uh, and I, I have to say, on the occasions that I'm watching mainstream broadcast telly, adverts, it feels like all the grown-ups have finally left, and and so the kids are taking over, but the grown-ups couldn't be bothered to teach them how to... They're starting all over again, the copywriting. Yeah. and the, A car advert of today is still get kind of unrealistically good-looking chap in an unrealistically mm. ugly-looking Japanese car that's beautifully engineered but looks like a brick. Make him look like he feels really cool driving it, spend a lot of money filming it. So that means kind of, you know, are we going to take sides? And, and brands have to decide whether they're going to make, rather than try and please everybody, are they going to go for a niche audience? Now, of course, this reflects modern uh, um, a current outlook for economics that becomes increasingly, instead of, you know, the old 20th century model of a few big things churning out millions of the same thing to millions of people and making audiences to sell them to, it's the other way around. It's, you know, we're, we're becoming a, a world of individual producers flocking and swarming together. Now, you know, can the big brands adapt to be like that? Can the big corporations adapt to be like that? Is there a place for truly big corporations in the 21st century? I think they're all sweating about that because they don't know. Mm -hmm. But I think brand-wise, it means you're going to see, you know, the idea of losing the logo mark because no one can patent a new geometric shape anymore <laughs> or, or what that means. I, and still, I think storytelling comes back to it. The idea of the hipster thing of making a realistic business out of something truly human isn't just a joke or a gimmick. It's actually tapping into something I think has longevity in a way, mm -hmm. whether the beard lasts or not. Mm -hmm. um, so where I would take a particular... Who am I thinking of? I don't know. But I think I think brands that we all know and have loved, right. things like Apple, mm -hmm. uh, they epitomize the problem. They and Google don't be evil, yeah. and yet they are the new industrial powerhouses. Mm -hmm. They're actually not in their model any different now to the big oil and gas companies mm -hmm. from last century. How do they talk to individuals 
uh, in the same way? How do we, uh, how do they act like a swarm rather than a, one big monolithic preach? Mm. I think everything gets more and more individualized, just as tech is going to, as we kind of dis disperse our smartphones over our wearable tech or whatever, however that's going to work. So that dispersing the way you talk to people and AI is going to help do that kind of thing where we all get individual versions yeah. of brands and how they manage that is going to be intriguing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who I'd seize to try and take them on, but I wish car companies would stop making very, very yeah. boring adverts that are too expensive and I wish we'd stop appealing to mums being in the kitchen. You see some dads in the kitchen now, but it's still you see almost no dads doing the washing on TV. I mean, this is... I know there are reasons why people say that's the case, but it is just self-reinforcing. It's just mm. rubbish, exactly. rubbish creative. It's not thinking about who we really are. So I think trying to uh, simply shake up the, the way we're telling stories and be truthful. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I was in America at the beginning of last year, and I switched on the local cable TV just to see what it was like. And the adverts on there were kind of refreshing in that they just said, hey, buy this, it's cheaper than yeah. anywhere else, come yeah. here. Uh, I, I miss that kind of advertising that just says, this is what we're selling for how much? Yeah. And this is why we're selling it to you. Honesty in the, here's a, you know, I think there's, a, there's quite a British psyche in that kind of don't, don't pretend to be one thing and then faint, you know, don't mm. faint and then punch around the side. Just tell me straight. Although the British are terrible at just saying anything <laughs> straight. Uh, that nonetheless, they don't like to be sort of courted. They wanted to just say, I'm selling you this. Mm -hmm. And I think advertisers just get on with, when it gets to the business bit, just say what you're selling and why it's a benefit in right. a very old-fashioned way. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the storytelling and the human bit, as a brand, put yourself in a context that is truthfully human and not just cozying up, not just playing with VR because it's the latest thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know, be, be human. I think that's probably how I'd sum up everything I've done with my paying clients is, trying to help them remember they're human beings. And if they're in very unarty in inverted commas, sec sectors like engineering or uh, you know mm -hmm. something that traditionally sees itself as quite distant from touchy-feely, yeah. I'm trying to remember, remind them, you're a human being, you talk to other human beings, they have feelings, it's the impressions people get that they'll act on. So remember that. Loosen up, Daddy. So, in terms of the biggest VR brand for consumer awareness, it's probably the Oculus Rift still, mm -hmm. which is Facebook's device. Mm -hmm. I think they're going down a really smart route by focusing on the social aspects. Social is obviously what Facebook does best, mm -hmm. apart from using your data to sell advertisements. And nice to know you're not saying anything controversial on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just fact. <laughs> How else do I get my uh, my Facebook advertising, right? I, I target people like you using their, uh, their software. So I think where they're going with the social aspect of it, using virtual reality to link people on the other side of the world, I think that's amazing. And I think that's something that should really be focused on, especially for VR. Essentially, you're putting a kind of bulky headset on your face and you're completely removing the outside world. And people are really concerned because that's quite a solitary experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that by integrating these social aspects, you can start to remove that image that it has. So <clears throat> Mark Zuckerberg did a demonstration back in October of, I can't remember what they've called it now, but essentially, Mark was there on the stage with his headset on and he had 
two of his colleagues who were there in avatar form and they were back in the office in uh san francisco i think they're in san mm-hmm. jose and they were chatting they were chatting and they were avatars and it was as if they were there like obviously it's cartoony and it's an avatar it's not realistic but because it feels like they're present the way that your brain remembers it so the way that your memories function it feels like they were there so it's building a memory yeah essentially it's building memories social memories with people who aren't there Mm. and i think that that is something magical if they can get it right and if they can get this technology adopted by the consumer so that's that's my two cents on it anyway i think that that is the way that i would take the oculus rift that's where i take it i would really focus down on this social aspect of it and making it more human gaming is gaming is huge or i say i say huge it's not huge in retrospect to the gaming industry but vr gaming is the whole focus of the industry mm-hmm. or it's the, the central focus of the industry and that will always be there. They will always, it's always it's a really immersive platform. It's great for gameplay. But I feel like that social thing is something special. Okay, I've got one. All right. Okay. So, and it's a, I guess it's a social thing as well. Right. It's a company, company like, let's say, Gap, for example. I think their pure focus might be moving forward is rather than the lifestyle and cool and chinos is to really tackle social issues and actually what they're advertising around where their clothes comes from mm. and, and sustainability and because that's a big thing and I think generally in this consumerist and capitalist society that kind of stuff is ignored a lot you know people go to Primark they know that little kids somewhere are being exploited producing that stuff so mm-hmm. I think actually talking about that and making it a, a real conversation rather than just corporate so, you know, uh, social responsibility and getting the right PR out there is changing the way that they work. Because I think in the world there's, there's business and there's money and there's kind of businesses getting on, but I think we're all as a society moving far too much towards um, profit yeah. overriding absolutely everything else and it'd be nice to go back a little take a few steps back to making the world a better place because it sounds like mother Teresa. <laughs> but yeah i think it'd be like primark or gap really addressing those issues and coming up with brilliant campaigns to, oh, to yeah. get people on side um how do i mean big or wow i don't know it's, you can't you, you can't really choose a behemoth like um apple or nike or something like that to make them bigger that's great let's go for pot noodle pot noodle how would i make them bigger there you go Wow, they've got, very, they've got a very... Not to put ideas in your head or anything. <laughs> that, that was how I was going to start this episode. It was going to be like, pot noodle sucks! Whoa, yeah, go for it. Up. I don't know, making pot noodle bigger, that feels like sleeping with the enemy a little bit. <laughs> but um, how do I make them bigger? Um, they're pretty big. They're, they're under Unilever, so... Um, yeah, where, where, would, so where would you take them next? So that, that's what kind of... um, to be honest, I would just kind of steal the idea that we've got and maybe try to introduce some kind of health benefit to them. I think it's difficult. You know what you're getting with by yeah. You know it's cheap, you know it's nasty, yeah. but you know it fills a hole. However, there's such a movement in food uh, food world towards being more health conscious. We're all, if not doing it, at least aware of what we're putting into our bodies. So yeah, we might not all be 
vegans drinking water and all of this, but we would, there is far more knowledge now about what we're doing with our bodies. So I think maybe they could release a sub-brand of other products or noodles or rice pots or something along mm. that line um, that maybe had some kind of health benefit to them rather than just being full of starch. So yeah, it's basically just taking Mr. Lee's and kind of slutting it out. Yeah, that's probably the, probably the easiest one. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Life's a Pitch. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you can like our page and leave us a comment telling us how shit we were or how great we were. That's up to you. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a rating and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can like our Facebook page, which is LAP Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Pod. And also follow us on Instagram at Life's a Pitch Pod. Mm-hmm.